Kristen Yellow. <laughs> Jello. Yellow. Ring ring hello. It's ring, me. Ring ring hello. It's Jonah Jerkins. Ring ring hello. It's Kristen. Ben Jack. Hey. Hey. What up? Uh, if you don't know what this is, this is Petals and Pricks, a bachelor. And bachelorette. Podcast. Maybe a new form of season coming up in a couple of weeks. Yep. Which we didn't talk about this episode, but we did talk about his hometowns. Ooh. We have four hometowns, technically only three hometowns and a half a hometown, <laughs> which we discuss. Uh, we get a little catty. It's super fun. We do we get a little catty. Shit. Sorry. It's okay. But if you want to be catty or you want to be gracious, you can also, you can give us a like. You can review us, rate us all on iTunes or wherever you're listening to us on your podcast. Mm-hmm. It helps us go a long way. We're completely independent and uh, we only spread in. We sure spread very well, almost like coronavirus. Why did I say that? Take it back. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, in a way that it's uh, very good. So thank you for all the support. and We very appreciate it. And if you want to have any comments or questions, we'd love to talk about uh, either privately or on our podcast. You can email yeah. us at where? Uh, Petals and Pricks. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Mm. Yep. You can also check out petalsandpricks.com for that. That was all the bullshit that we had up, uh, had to do up front. Yeah. I kind of took over that time. I'm sorry. No, it's all right. Yeah. You're the smart guy. I'm the smart guy, but you have all the control because we can't start this podcast until you say when. So when oh, do we start? Oh, I don't know. But I was thinking maybe we could start it right about now. This is Petals and Bricks with Kelsey and Jerks, where we talk about me and recap The Bachelor. Jerkins loves it. Kelsey's never seen the show, but she's giving it a try for true friendship. Petals and Bricks with Kelsey and Jerks. Yeah. Fetch, I can press the button. The button's going? The button's going. We're the doing bu- it? If the button's going, that means it's recording. And uh, a little fair news to everybody. Um, sorry, we're a day late than normal. A day and a half late than normal. But uh, our, our schedule's got a little crazy. So we are now are doing it on a midnight on a Tuesday for our fellow prickheads in yeah. the audience. Sorry, guys. I just, I had I had so much to do. I had to hang out with my ex-boyfriend. I was really <laughs> <laughs> you had to hang out with your ex-boyfriend? I did. We went to Panera. Yeah, for dinner. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of doing the podcast, we went to Panera for dinner. Yeah. And you're like, what do you want to go for dinner? He goes, Panera. And you're like, <laughs> seriously, where do you want to go? He goes, Panera. And then we met our friends at Korean Barbecue after that. I was like, why didn't we go here? Right. Anyway. He's like, I'll take a sandwich. And they go, chips. <laughs> and they go, uh, chips, bread, or apple. And he goes, do I get a discount if I say neither? And they're like, no, you have to get one. You know what he does? He gets extra bread for everything. He asks for like 12 loaves of bread. I'm not kidding. He's like, please sauce some more bread. He's like, I just want all the bread for all my sides. And, and this like, is what? Um, this is your very poor ex-boyfriend? Yeah. And then the fellow listeners on the show are going to be like, which one? Yeah, they're all poor. But no, he's very poor, but everyone adjacent to him is very rich, which is hilarious to me. So he kind of gets to live off that for a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, so he he's got he he makes it. He figures it out. He works very hard. But yeah, everyone around him has money, but he has no money. Do you have any friends like that that you can do? I like, have friends like that mooch like that are, off of that mooch I have off no of, friends that made it. That oh no, I don't have any friends that have made it. Yeah, thank God. I had a friend once who um, sorry Nancy. I had a friend once <laughs> that. Oh, by the way, we need to talk about you later, uh, Nancy. We, we have a few conversations that have, but I had. Yeah, do I don't know if I've ever mentioned the story, but I had a friend who uh, I used to do improv with, and he goes, hey, my friend's in town who I've known forever. Um, just to let you know, he's a little eccentric, and he's going to take us out, and uh, he's going to take care of us all night. 
So mm. don't be weird about it. I'm okay. like, I, I don't know. I don't feel, I don't like people buying my yeah. drinks, you know? Right. And he goes, dude, he's my friend. He's taking care of me forever. Just do it. And, and he, then he goes, he's a little off. <laughs> what does he mean by that? I'm going to tell you. He goes, he's a little <laughs> off and just don't mention his scar. And then I'm like, his scar? <laughs> I'm like, what happened? And then he goes, he goes, do you remember lawn darts? What? You, you might be too young for this. He goes, do you remember lawn darts? I'm, what lawn darts used to be, no. it was like a bullseye. It, it was kind of like cornhole or bags, you know, however you want to say that. Sure. <clears throat> there was like um, like a bullseye on your end and there's a bullseye on my end. And then there was this huge replica of a dart. It was very big. But at the end, it was a huge metal stick. Sounds dangerous. What, what you would do is you'd throw it in the other end and it would stick like in the bullseye or how, however and then whatever. But the story goes is that some kid got stabbed in the head and because of the lawsuit that happened, they went under and it became illegal. This was that guy. Yo, no way. Yeah. And what my, a white my friend trash was like, glow up. And okay, thank you for saying that because he was like all about strip clubs and about getting bottles and he had like kind of a droopy eye. Did he and have he a patch, a, like an eye patch? No, he just had like, it oh, was like a scar on top of his have. head. Like he would like shave his head as a scar on top of him. That's and he was like, cool, don't mention though. it, but it's the, it's the, it's a lawn dart guy. I'm like, holy shit. For, for all of my life, I'm like, what, who is this guy? Who's this kid? And I finally met the long dart kid. Did he get some tail the night you guys hung out? Um, I think he did, but I'm pretty sure he paid for it. <laughs> of course he did. It's one of those. I don't. Really, it was like when I first moved to Chicago, like 12 years ago. That is insane. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. I would love to meet people like that, like the people who's like who who won a lawsuit, or yeah. you know. Where you hear about it and then you're like, yeah. no, you're the person? Yeah. Like, you're the one that got the uh, McDonald's coffee spilt over yeah, your legs? Yeah, that's the lady I thought of. Yeah. Off the top of my head. Also, no. a great documentary. Yeah, no, she got totally uh, fucked over. She got, well, yeah, because everyone gave her shit and she got, like, her legs got obliterated. I know. Obliterated. obliterated. Ob- <laughs> no, you <laughs> fucked me up. <laughs> obliterated. Yeah. Oh, I can't. A poor woman. Yeah. I can't stand you. If you see pictures of that, Oh, it's bad. Burn. It's yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. No, it's bad. And yeah. all she wanted was money for the, uh, just for the treatment. She wasn't really like asking for like, uh, what's it called? You know, she she didn't want money for the sake of having money. She wanted money just to pay for her medical bills. Yeah, so. but that started this whole lawsuit like epidemic yeah. for a little bit. No, I, yeah, it totally did. Which is crazy. Speaking of lawsuits, I'm thinking about filing one after the show. Watching this episode. Yeah. Because. Uh, because Kelly, if I if I was gonna file a lawsuit, I guess I'd file it through Kelly. Kelly. K- Kelly. She got eliminated. The lawyer. Oh, Kelsey. K- no, Kelly. Kelly. Oh, the from lawyer. Kelly. Yeah, yeah, from last from last episode. Oh I'm my sorry. God, Jonah. I thought we were talking about this episode. I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying Kelly, the lawyer. Yeah. I'm like, help me file a lawsuit on this show for taking away oh, she's my. She's probably itching. Yeah, she's probably itching for a lawsuit. You think so? Maybe she got a paper cut in Peru. She can really <laughs> paper cut in Peru. milk. The alliteration alone is really funny. Paper cut. <laughs> <in Peru. laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm proud of myself for that. Yeah, uh, I got a paper cut of Peru and Panera, <laughs> Panera bread. <laughs> I'm really sorry to cancel the podcast over getting Panera with an ex boyfriend, but 
You didn't cancel. No, I was actually very busy as well. So like it, okay, it worked so we're, out. Okay, so we yeah. were both mutually we're performers busy. and it gets super busy. I performers. Mean, you, yeah, you had to perform you like you weren't sh- still in love with your ex-boyfriend. <laughs> 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 That's pretty fun. No, we, we had a nice time. But you know, in the meantime, um, and I'm sorry, I'm going to say this. Uh, I think we have a couple couple, couple um, elephants in the room that we need to mention up oh, front. Oh, sure. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's get it out of the way. By the way, I love our prickhead listeners. Right. Our prickhead nation's incredible. You guys are in trouble. No, not at all. <laughs> One, we've been begging for reviews a lot. We got a lot of reviews this week, and I appreciate everyone that reviewed. Good or bad we, is fantastic. We did. Um, right? Good or bad, please. Let's be real. When you get a bad review, I get really crazy. You have I a meltdown. Cranky. I don't have a meltdown. I just get real sad because I want people to like us. Because I think we work very hard. Well, as Jonah, to be honest, not everybody's going to like us, and that's just the way it is. And I understand that, and I respect that, and that's fine. All right. That's okay. That's not really how you feel, but sure. Okay. No, it's okay. So, so what were you going to say? That's okay. Uh, but I want to give a special shout out to someone we've been mentioning um, off and on throughout this, this, since we've been together, which you've actually never had any experience with, uh, because this original review happened um, with the old host, to be unnamed, um, and it has nothing to do with Kelsey to being be, eliminated. <laughs> to be unnamed, she's still in the intro, and the, it's funny. We're anyway. working on it. It's hard. I'm trying okay. to track down the original person to the thing but i want to give a shout out to nancy right now nancy is uh has been a loyal listener uh for a while and she originally gave us a, um not a scathing review but i would say a somewhat negative oh she gave us a scathing review a, i said not a scathing scathing review i would say like somewhat of a critique review she did yeah i didn't that, know about this yeah that said that said well it's 30 percent of the it's 30 percent bachelor the rest is kind of them wanting to talk about themselves that's paraphrasing, right? Sure. And we mentioned that on the podcast, and it started kind of a fire. Like, we actually had some other people uh, that commented that literally were like, fuck Nancy, like, this is bullshit. Like, I like it, what it is. Okay. And then Nancy was so nice. This was she, recent? This was like maybe a year or two ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It no, started no, no, no. the whole sorry Nancy aside. Oh, okay. So yeah. that's, I thought you were saying this was recent. Okay, no, so this is, right, right, right. It's going to become recent. So she then very kindly... Uh, updated it and then was very kind of coy and cute about it was just like uh okay it's 40 percent bachelor <laughs> right which is like i was like oh that's like the sweetest <laughs> nicest thing right she just gave us another update review she did how great is that she said that she kind of walked away from the podcast for a little bit and started listening and in between that time um you came up bored which i'm so happy bored because about because you're oh. becoming one of my good friends now no, You've, we've always I'm been not. friends yeah Jonah. And then she just said that you've been such an incredible addition to the show. Did you see this review? I did. Wait, yeah. no, I did. Nancy, that yeah. was. I didn't know that How was nice Nancy. Was that? Yeah, that was Nancy. Oh, Nancy, that's so nice. Yeah, the fact that she like it's it, you know to to revisit a review and then to update it and say like I like what you're doing and I like where it's going. You didn't have to do that. It was very nice of you to do that, and I appreciate that. Same thing. Yeah. Which we were a little catty last week <laughs> because we were. I gave you shit about saying like too much the week before. Yeah. Right. And then we yeah. had a review. I think it was a three star review that said, um, "Oh yeah, too many likes. You're better than that." And oh, we yeah. might have given you a little shit. You never. You didn't mention your name. That's okay. Uh, we might have given you. I think her name was uh, "Don't Like Likes," which I love. Yeah, her, the username was. Don't, I'm assuming it's a lady, but I am said, too. But they they were very funny about it. They was funny. <laughs> um, like they were like like so funny. Um, <laughs> and we might have been a little catty with our uh, <laughs> with our title of our podcast, but which I wanted to I say I enjoyed though. I did too. I thought it was but. fun. It just like kind of poke fun at everybody, you know. And how nice were they? Is they updated their review? Very nice. 
to a, uh, I think a, f- a five star. Y'all, we're very meta on and this podcast. And said that we're working on it. We are. We're we're gonna address all the reviews, and you know you don't have to change your review, but if you do, it means a lot to Jonah. And honestly, I think it makes him like me more. And <laughs> <laughs> when we get a bad review, I get scared. Why? It's usually about me. It's not about you. Uh, no. To to be honest, I get scared if we get a bad review. Really? Yeah. Of me? Yeah. That's your personal problem because I've <laughs> never been mean or mad at you ever. No, I'm just Jonah's so sweet. Just genuinely one of the nicest people in the whole world. But Jonah loves his pockets. Loves I love his pocket. You know? I just it's like, like. Yeah. I I don't want to ruin it. You're not. I feel like I'm ruining it. That's been your concern. Is that since the beginning, and I think that uh, we've had a flood. This is this is more like this is the this part of the podcast is more like, hey, let's all rally behind Kristen because we love her so much, and that's why I'm bringing it up, and that's why I I kind of told you we weren't going to do this. Wasn't one but of I, our reviews just that we talk about ourselves for, for 20, twenty minutes, minutes up front. and that's all we're doing right now. Right, and we're at eleven minutes right now, so <laughs> so we should wrap it up. Probably. No, no, because I'm not going to hear that review at all. But. Anyway, but my point is, is that I think you're an incredible addition. And then we we have had a lot of people respond and say that we, we everybody love Kelsey and I love I still she's one of my closest friends. But Kristen, it's so amazing that you've been part of this. And we also love like how much you're like really dedicating to it. And not only that, like you're bringing in a lot because like I like The Bachelor, but I don't love it enough to like really do research on it. And you always have like some really great. Oh, takes. Jonah. Yeah. Thank That's you. Great. It's it's really and you're so willing to shit on your ex boyfriends and I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, well, you're like a cautionary tale. <laughs> I really am. I've done I've done a lot of bad stuff. When people like Hannah B made some bad decisions, I'm I'm just like, well, so have I. You yeah. know, I mean, I've I've done uh, yeah, but no, I mean, this is really fun. I I really enjoy talking about the show because it's it's just a guilty pleasure for me and yeah. I enjoy it and it's. For me, if I wasn't doing the podcast, I think it would make I would almost feel worse about it because I'd just be watching it for oh, no like reason. Oh, like as a choice, <laughs> yeah. as a choice, Not just like for fun. A, like I gotta do this for work. Yeah, now yeah. I watch it and I'm thinking, oh, I gotta take notes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, my boyfriend came over today and he read some of my notes and he just read. What did he read? He read. He read. Uh, what did I? I wrote something so stupid. Oh yeah, he wrote, he read. I wrote, oh my god, she is wild, and he read that out loud and was like, Kristen, what? And I said, don't read my notes. But then he looked, so did he look at you and goes, yes, she is wild. Yeah, yeah, he made me feel really stupid. But, oh no. But you know, I do take notes that sound really dumb. Yeah, it's but, like, oh really? How's his top fifteen bachelor podcast in the country? <laughs> I'd be so mad that if he started his own, he got 14. Oh, I'd be so upset. I think we should have uh, my boyfriend on the show because I think he'd have some good takes. He would. He's a very funny comedian. He's a good voice. Sweet boy. Great voice, which I think you guys would enjoy. Yeah. We did. Okay, so I'm going to... This is the Caddy Corner right now. Caddy Corner. Caddy Corner. Mm -hmm. So uh, we did get one negative review. Oh, yeah. I believe it was a one star. I'm sure it was. Which I'm not used to. Jonas is upset. Who said, uh, For I've been listening for 20 minutes, <laughs> which we're at 13 right now. I've listened for 20 minutes. Yeah, we brought this up already, right? Didn't we, we didn't. We didn't finish it. Oh, okay. Sorry. I've been listening for 20 minutes and they haven't once reviewed the podcast. I don't have time for this when they ended it. Right. Which I thought was silly because you know how, much, you know how long the podcast is. Yeah. 
you're like, okay, so it's it's an hour twenty. I'll listen. Cool. I don't got time for this shit. You're like, <laughs> you knew how much time it was gonna be. That is true because when I download podcasts for my morning commute, mm-hmm. I look at the time yeah. and I say, what do I have time for? Right. My commute's about thirty five, forty five. I'm not gonna download anything that's two hours. Yeah. An hour thirty. You yeah. know. So. Take that into account. There's some podcasts I listen to where I know the first 10 minutes is just them plugging what they're going to do and where they're going to be. I just fast forward 10 minutes. That is true. Yeah, you can fast forward. I mean, you don't have to listen to me and Jonah talk in the beginning. And I, mean, I like our sides. My favorite part of this podcast is me getting to deep diver into who is Kristen Fenchek. <laughs> That's my favorite part is finding out. Uh, the, who's, who's Kristen The minutia of uh, Jonah Jerkins. Yeah, because we all find out that, you know what? We're all fucking crazy assholes. Oh, Jonah. Guys, if you want to know a crazy asshole, it's my man Jonah. <laughs> yeah. My main man, Jonah Jerk. <laughs> um, no. But anyway, reviews are appreciated, good or bad. So Thank you very much for all of them. And we, we, we honestly got to really appreciate it. And then Nancy, like you're a fucking all-star. And then uh, so many people since the beginning, you haven't been forgotten at all. And we really appreciate all the all the support that we've had throughout, yes. the, throughout the two years. Yeah. And it's, been, it's been absolutely incredible. And what a great process. And I'm so happy you're here. And I promise you we'll get the, uh, <laughs> the new song and the new everything. If you have, if you want to write your own song and send it in, we'd love to feature that. <laughs> oh, uh, we've had some people try it before. It's That'd been be fantastic. Cute. I'd be into that. Yeah. And I feel like we have to do this much. Um, I feel like we have to talk this much about ourselves up front because you know i'm really losing faith in pete dude so many people have made this joke on the internet but i think a lot of people feel this way myself included where everyone's just like can we just get rid of peter yeah can he be eliminated next because it's getting hard yeah even like caitlin my girlfriend texted me and she was like fuck peter he, and I'm like, I haven't watched it. What's going on? <laughs> oh, no. I mean, yeah. I think we were all rooting for him initially. And then, yeah, I've been disappointed. He's pretty, just like, pretty um, bad. He's kind of like um, uh, uh, like an unconfident fuckboy. Yeah, he's a fuckboy that needs affirmation, which yeah. is the most unattractive kind of fuckboy. Right. They're all unattractive, but a fuckboy that literally says... Can you say like nice things about me? That's annoying. Right. Yeah. He wants that. And he admitted to it this this episode. Yep. Where he's just like, I want people to want me how I think I'm telling them how much I want them. Yeah. Or something close to that. It's pretty weird. It's weird. The weird. <laughs> when Hannah Ann said, uh, I'm falling in love with you. And he said, I love hearing that. Yeah. I cringed so hard I could couldn't. you imagine you actually saying that to somebody and then their reaction is that oh, have you ever had a bad reaction from i don't think we talked about this before from somebody like from you actually saying i love you have i gotten a bad reaction to saying it or yeah. um man, i don't know like uh like if you're like i love you and they're like it's pretty tits well with the the ex-boyfriend that i got panera bread with the way we said it the first time was i didn't want it i guess i was being a little bit victoria f where Uh i didn't want to say it so i would be a a whiny little bitch about it (laughs) where i would hint towards it where i'd be like i gotta tell you something yeah but i wouldn't say it and then one night he just got mad at me and said Listen, I love you too. <laughs> and I never said it, but he, that's how it came up. Yeah. Was that he knew that I was trying to say it, but I couldn't. I love the drunken. Yeah, I love you. You know I love you. Yeah. You know I, think, I love you. 
That was like my girlfriend when I was 20, I think. I, 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 I would get so drunk, and I'm like, I want to tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I do. We'd get, secret is, uh, yeah. Oh, we'd get so, so fucked so up, and I'd, I'd say, you have a secret. Yeah, I have a secret. I didn't tell you something. That's why I wish that like this was more real life, where, where the girl would be like, I want to tell you something. But I, can't. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you something that is big. There, um, so uh, a good friend of ours who's a comedian out of, out of New York who has a, a, a beautiful bride now and uh, I went to the wedding. It was incredible. And uh, their story is they were in Chicago and they were like friends at work for a while. And they all, I think they both kind of like secretly liked each other, but whatever. And they started dating. And then um, I guess she dropped him off. At, <laughs> she dropped him off at his place or whatever. And they had like a really good date. And mm-hmm. it was like clearly like... There's, you know, chemistry. sparks, chemistry sparks. Yeah. And then she's, he was like reading it and he was just like, what, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm fine. And she's, he's like, are you sure you seem upset about something? And he's like, no, don't worry about it. <laughs> and then he, he, he gets out of the car and then she makes a U-turn, but like such in a way where she like hits the curb <gasps> and then like drives all the way around again. <laughs> and I could be getting the story a little wrong, but then hits the curb again. And he's like, what is going on? And she like rolls the window down, passenger window, and she goes, I love you. I am in love with you. <laughs> and then he's like, I am too. And then they're married today. Is this David Drake? It is. That's adorable. Yeah. Isn't that That's cute? That's a really cute story. I That's love that true? Co- I love them together. I, it, it, uh, what I remember, but I also have a very, <laughs> I have very, uh, um, like, I make things into grand gestures more than I should, but I'm it's sure very similar to that. you do, because you're a, such a wiener. Yeah, because uh, I'm a very fun straight boy. Um, <laughs> um, it's very similar. It's if it, 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 the details might be a tad off, but it's so close to that. Oh, I love that. I also have a friend named. I love good like love. I love you stories. Yeah. Like I have a friend named Marcel. I don't think I've ever told this on the podcast. I have a friend named Marcel, and then uh, he has he had a best friend named Michelle, and we would call her Shelly, and then he went by Selly. So mm-hmm. Selly and Shelly, and they became best friends freshman year high uh, college. And they like knew everything about each other. They tell everybody their their deep dark secrets. And then senior year, they're at some house party, and they like they like they were so close they'd like go to the bathroom together, you know. And then oh wow yeah not like on top of each other no I know yeah it's not like she's like sitting but with her wow. legs open he's peeing in between her legs like that'd be <laughs> that's actually a really cute couple there. But then it was basically like she like they went and they fixed up whatever in their bathroom and she looks at him and she's just like I, I I don't know what to say but like. I'm in love with you. And then she, he looked at her and was just like, I've been wanting to say that since like, I, Aww, since I met you. Stop. Yeah. That's and so then now cute. they're, they're married. That's adorable. Yeah. And they have kids and stuff. That's real. Sally cute. and Shelly. And their fucking names are Sally and Shelly. That's adorable. That's too much. Yeah. That's too cute. Isn't that cute? That's really cute. Yeah. We don't have anything that cute. I got nothing like that. <laughs> I, I, wish I, had a bar. A, <laughs> I wish I had a cuter story. You and Caitlin are cute though. Yeah, because we used to live across the street from each other. Yeah, that's really cute to me that you guys lived across the street. Yeah, and she could like, uh, pe- people, I don't think I've ever mentioned this in the podcast. Yeah, we met what? and we found out we lived across the street from each other. And like, but we lived across the street from each other for over a year, year and a half. That's adorable. Yeah. You could have been boning for so long. Well, I had like a 20 second walk of shame. <laughs> you know how great a, that is? It's not a 20 second, it's not a walk of shame if it's only 20 seconds. Well, it was like literally like, uh, you know, I like say goodbye to her door, and I'm like, okay, all right, see you. Like, and then I'd be like, like you could shuffle across the street naked. This is me walking. And then I was like, okay, all right, bye. And I go into my apartment, but then it would be weird because I I could never. You know, when you first start dating, 
you know, sometimes you're not the most honest person in the world. Absolutely. Not the honest, but you just kind of like, maybe we shouldn't see each other you a lot. You don't want to know what to do. Yeah, you're still feeling each other out, well, for I couldn't, sure. I couldn't, but the problem is I had to be 100% honest because I couldn't be like, where she's like, hey, do you want to hang out tonight? You know, it's just like a, you know, a normal question. Yeah. But I couldn't be like, no. But then I, you know, you don't want to say no. I don't really, right. I'm not really feeling it. So you want to lie? I couldn't be like, oh, I'm sorry, I got a show. I'm at a show right now. And, sh- and then she could be like, I can <laughs> see you in your living room. You're just the watching TV's wrestling. TV's on. Yeah. yeah. Who's watching I'm TV? Like, oh, yeah, I'm leaving in a second. <laughs> yeah, it does keep you honest. Yeah. yeah. No stories like that for you? No, not really. We'll make one. Yeah. We'll make I'll, one up. I'll figure one out. Yeah. All right. Anyways, so week seven. <laughs> that was the end of a story. Um, yeah, so we have hometowns, though. Hometowns. Yeah, which is, is that hard for you? Because we found out a few uh, episodes ago that you don't, you haven't really brought a lot of boys home. No, not really. Doesn't, I mean, yeah, just, I don't know. It's one of those things where. So you're like a Kelsey. Yeah. Yeah, if I, if I brought a guy home, my parents would be shocked. Really? Probably. Would they let you guys stay in the same room? Yeah, they don't care. They don't care about that. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, well, I've I've definitely had run-ins with my parents where one time. So, so you getting ca- caught having sex? Kind of. Well, oh, no. I when I right, sorry to go off a tangent again, but basically, I just don't think my parents really care, and I think they understand and they know they get it. But when I right after college, I um, was living at home because I wanted to save up money to move here. Yeah. So I was living at home, and I was working at Applebee's, and I was like hooking up with my manager. <laughs> And your Applebee's manager, yeah, nice. regional manager. Oh, that's even better. Uh, so at least it wasn't a Chili's. No, yeah. So he, he was important, whatever, uh, very important in Applebee's world. And so one night, I because I lived so close to the Applebee's, I mean, it was five minutes away from my house. So then one night, I was like, dude, let's go back to my house because he lives like 45 minutes away and I live five minutes away. So I said, let's go to my house. My parents are asleep. And we go to my house and he comes in. We both still have our badges on. And he has like <laughs> he, flare and shit. Yeah, we got our flare, our badges. He's got a six pack of beer. My dad is on the couch sleeping. My dad would sleep on the couch every day. <laughs> and the second we walk in, he shoots up like out of the couch. I, I wasn't sleeping. He says, huh? Yeah, that's like, yeah. he's like, how is this asleep? And he's like, who is this? And then I just have to be like, this is my boss. <laughs> and it's like three in the morning. And I said, I said, this is my boss. We're just going to have a beer in the back in the backyard. And my dad just literally says, oh, my God, and then goes back to sleep. He just was so annoyed by the whole thing, but he didn't yeah. really care. He wasn't he wasn't uh, a dad that wanted to be like, you got to get out of my head. He didn't give a shit. He was like, all right, just go bone and like be quiet. Leave me alone. You know, was that weird having a dad? Because we see a very op- uh, <laughs> overprotective dads this episode. Would you pref- what would you prefer as a female? Would you would you uh, rather have an overprotective dad or someone who's like, yeah, go fuck, I don't give a shit. It's hard to say because I think whatever you grow up with is most comfortable to you. True. So okay, someone good like point. someone like Hannah, Hannah Ann or uh, Maddie, who obviously love their dads very much, they're yeah. very close, and like the way that they grew up and really value that. Me, from an outsider perspective, I would say I wouldn't want that. But if I grew up in that and was indoctrinated into that, I think yeah. I would like it. Yeah. But I didn't grow up that way. And I like that I have freedom to, I don't want to say freedom, but I guess just like I don't run my choices by my own dad. Okay. Really. That's good. So yeah. I, I kind of make my own choices. I feel like they kind of have to run everything by their dad. True. Which is 
to me it's a little weird. If you grow up that way and you seems and it's toxic to me. I mean, I wouldn't say toxic. It's like it's like you're thirty but, and you're still calling your dad daddy. That's weird. Yeah, I mean, for for I think for um, certain people it works for them, but for me it doesn't. It doesn't work for me. It doesn't make sense for me, which is fine. I like my dad, but I don't want that guy making any choices for me but (laughs) but for some people they might want that and that's fine but for me not it doesn't make any sense any girlfriend that i I had that where i would stay at their place i i I think it's like when it's too like like you know you're sleeping here and they're sleeping there that just makes you want to like fuck more exactly when they tell you you have to sleep in separate rooms or whatever but once the opposite i've had like usually dads are never like this but like i've had a few moms of in, like long-term relationships when i first met them they were just like kind of joking about having sex and it was just like to me i was also so young that it was uncomfortable for me i don't know if it would be now but like it's just kind of like when they're too cool it's kind of like this is weird now oh yeah nobody wants the amy polar mom and mean girls but you also oh, don't yeah. but it, oh, yeah, on the same side you, you don't you don't want the other mom or dad which yeah. is you know, uber overprotective mm-hmm. or yeah. I think my mom, I feel like my mom was a little too, um, open, like with the sex stuff. Like, I think she yeah. always wanted, she always, uh, she like literally admitted to one of my girlfriends that she always like wanted to have a daughter where she could talk about like sex with. Oh boy. Yeah. Too this, much. This has no reason for how I act, by the way. <laughs> I think I just had a very big revelation that just happened. Um, but yeah, so let's talk about that. So we meet, yeah. we meet, we meet. Four, uh, well, we technically we only meet three different sets of parents. We don't really meet the fourth. Yeah, that's correct. which is fine. But we're in week seven. We're in hometowns. Uh, that only took twenty seven minutes. Uh, we're in week seven. <laughs> that's only uh, sorry, Too person that hated much. us. Well, you ain't got time for that. You ain't um, wrong. Yeah, you ain't wrong. Um, so I saw. I saw. <laughs> Um, you watched it on Hulu, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, watched, I watched it on Hulu. live TV. Did, did they did they show the up what's coming up? Uh, like at the very end? No, the very beginning. Uh, like, what are you gonna see in this episode? I, th- I think so. Yeah, it I was can't, just, I can't really remember. It was just lift after lift after. This guy loves picking up women. It's insane. Oh, Bachelor Nation loves the lift, and I, which I can't do with anyone I've ever dated because they all have a bad back. <laughs> If I tried to do that, I have you tried date to sixty year sixty eight year old twenty one year old. I date men who have the bone density of a newborn baby. Even Bam Margera. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> even my anytime I even try to do shit with my boyfriends, they always say, Ah, oh, my back. One time I made a guy come so hard he threw out his back. I can't be That's doing the not run a and jump. That's a fact. True. Was it who I think it is? No. Oh, really? Interesting. It's Aust- Australian guy? No. No? Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't guess that, but yeah, came so hard throughout his back, couldn't walk for three days. It was hilarious. Were you like proud of that fact? I've been proud of that. I man. was. I mentioned it in my stand-up. I remember hosting a show and I said, I made my boyfriend come so hard, he can't even walk. I'd be like so. I'd be like, oh my god! If I made a girl do that, I'd be like, I, I, I would, I would have that imprinted on my on a t-shirt, and I wear the t-shirt underneath every shirt I've ever oh, worn. Oh, I felt pretty good. Yeah, but you know, yeah. I mean, I can't be doing the run and jump. Can't be doing the run and jump with anyone I'm dating. It's, no. it's like I'm, I, I'm getting sick of like, for this show, I'm getting sick of of having that be a trope where every guy picks up a girl, every guy picks up a girl. I don't like, I don't, <laughs> I don't like that at all. Uh, 
<laughs> I do have a story. No, nah, I'm not gonna tell a story. That's kind of bad. It's um, a dumb story. It's a dumb like high school story. One time I picked up my girlfriend. She was a Wisconsin girl. She was, so she wasn't like did the skinniest person. I did. You 100%. dropped her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally, my sandal ripped. We and don't I need to tell it. My <laughs> sandal ripped and I fell. And then I was like, maybe oh. I'm in the wrong. Maybe I'm in the wrong weight category here. Well, um, that's a shitty thing to say. But I'm I'm getting sick of that trope, and I'm also getting sick of the opening selfie trope. Yeah. I think that really happened with Colt. I think Col- Col- Colton was Colton. when we saw that opening selfie trope a lot. <clears throat> that that's kind of new to that. And we <laughs> we see uh, I almost said Nick again. Whoa, I'm in that mm. mode right now. <clears throat> so we see Peter. He's all by himself in the in the uh, hotel room, right? And he's just like, "All right, hometowns, you know, I'm excited, <laughs> whatever." And then he screams, "Hometown, hometowns, baby!" <laughs> Woo! Like he's watching a football game. Well, how he's in the hotel. You know there was people being like, "Hi, hi, excuse me, front desk." Some asshole is screaming home hometowns baby next to me. Can you call? I'm sure they got complaints. I'm sure they did. Think about if you were at a hotel and you're like with your loved one or if you're there for a work conference or whatever and you're just trying to like just relax and all of a sudden you hear hometowns baby. Like, it's, I would be so mad. And you know what he should have said? What he was really saying was, hometowns, baby. I'm getting laid. <laughs> Woo! One episode away from from overnights. I've been Woo! trying to get fucked this whole time. Yeah. Hometowns, baby. I need, to de- I need to defend myself in front of a bunch of overly protective men. I'm horny. <laughs> horny. <laughs> Hometowns, babies. Moms can be weird with me. Woo! <laughs> Might have some sexual tension with yeah, some of these moms. Yeah. Hometowns, baby. These girls definitely have the good looks of the family. Woo! Okay, that's a little too Two far. Too left. <laughs> um, that was a fun run. Your neighbors hate us right now. Oh, wow. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense that we were also just being like, wow, how obnoxious Peter was being and we were just obnoxious yeah. right now. That. Yeah. <laughs> Did we just break that? No, we got that. We had a little tech diff. Uh, a little tech diff. Tiff. Tech diff. A little tech diff. No, well, you're you're okay. By the way, uh, sorry, Nancy. Your upstairs roommates are the loudest people I've ever met. <laughs> they are so loud. I hate them so much. When they walk up the stairs, it sounds like they're just walking <laughs> around ski boots. It's, it's like it's like they just got off the slope. Truly, it's terrible. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. I also feel that way. Caitlin had downstairs neighbors, and then their walls were so thin. And uh, I don't know what it was, but they loved singing together about what they were doing and why they were doing it. Woof. So they'd just be like, I am making food today. <laughs> like, it was like, it's kind of adorable. Yeah, I guess it kind of is. It can be adorable. You know, for an hour. Yeah. I- Think about this whole podcast was just us singing to each other <laughs> for an hour and 20 minutes. Oh, friendship. How was your ex-boyfriend today? Was it weird? Yeah. Was it what? Was it? Three people just stopped listening. That's fine. They <clears throat> um, stopped listening a long time ago. <laughs> no, they didn't. They love us. <laughs> so, uh, so the first we get we get Hannah Ann in Knoxville. Yeah, yeah. So we go to we go to uh, we go to we go to Knoxville, Illinois, and it's uh, uh, just kidding Tennessee. I do. Um, and uh, um, we show up. It's a rainy day. Both uh, both people are, are having clear umbrellas, mm-hmm. which I was like, are we sponsored by clear umbrellas? I feel like only rich people use clear umbrellas, and I don't know why. Real talk. We live in Chicago. Windy city. Windy city. Sometimes a rainy city. Have you ever seen 
clear umbrellas. I never see it. I only see rich people. You only see rich, rich people, people with clear umbrella yep. umbrellas. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of a rich thing, yeah? Or people who I perceive to be rich. They may not actually be. Give me two reasons why you would perceive them to be rich. Well, they Other than clear umbrella, umbrella. So that's number one. What's number two? They are dressed well. What's dressed well to you? They they have a coat. They have a coat. They have a coat on. This is this is telling of your boyfriends. <laughs> they have a coat on and so they don't they don't just have a gym towel around their nope, shoulders. They, yeah. Yeah. All my boyfriends only have gym towels. Uh and uh all these people with the clear umbrellas, they have a coat. And they may or may not be Asian. <laughs> Do they have and They're would, always Asian and they always look so nice. And they have a nice scarf. They have a nice scarf. They have a good coat. Maybe it's just like a thing maybe it's just an, It's like know. a pea coat. Yeah. With like a collar. Yeah, it's like a pea coat with a collar. Up scarf they look so put together and then i think to myself why don't i look like that right you know why don't i have the nice uh the nice clear umbrella right and then you get a text from your ex-boyfriend being like hey let's let's meet for dinner at panera (laughs) and then i wonder why (laughs) i'm where i'm at right now (laughs) yeah yeah and then he goes, uh, yeah, he goes, uh, they still give you free water there, right? I just want to clarify that I said to him, I will take us wherever you want to go. And he still said Panera. Nice. And I even said, I know you like chain restaurants. Let's go to Olive Garden because that, that's like the fanciest one. And he yeah. said, no, I want to go to Panera. He wouldn't even go to Olive Garden. He said no to Olive Garden? I like Olive Garden. I do too. I want to go on there. I was mad I about that. I feel like when I'm there, I feel like family. Shut up, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I get that way. Okay, so we meet Hannah Ann, right? And um, they start talking, right? We see the clear umbrellas. That's a thing. Yeah. And then <laughs> she goes, uh, as you know, my dad's in the lumber industry. So he's a bit of a man. And then he goes. He's a bit of goes, a man. He goes, that's right. That's right. Forrester. He's a forester, correct? That's right. That's right. Because he's consistently, which we're going to see throughout this whole episode, a girl's going to say something. He goes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. 1986 it was, right? He still Correct? doesn't know anything about He still about doesn't them. know anything. He's still making it up as he goes along. It's, it's really sad. Uh, it's crazy. And then she goes, well, you know my dad likes a manly man. So let's prove him that you're a manly man. Woo. And nothing shows more like a manly man to g- uh, gently throw an <laughs> <laughs> uh, axe. A little axe. Yeah. First of all, that shit is so dangerous. I've seen videos of that stuff and people almost Where people getting hurt. people fuck up? Yeah. I mean, well, we almost see her get hurt. I know. That, sh- that shit bounces back. I don't like it. Yeah. It's a... It, whatever. Also, everybody was wearing flannel and it felt like they booked people to be there to watch them make out while they wore flannel, which I thought was weird. Well, how would you feel if you were like, all right, we're going to go axe throwing. Have you done that? You go, no. You're like, okay, cool. There's going to be 100 people watching. There's going to be 100 people. They're all wearing flannel and they all look like they just chopped a whole tree down. Yeah. And they're going to be looking at you. And I will say this about one thing I will agree with that um, watching them throw the axe things, nothing makes you more manly than acting giddy when you finally hit a bullseye. Yeah. Yay! He was like, bullseye, baby. And he hit it, he goes, oh my God, I hit a bullseye. Look at me, <laughs> look at me. Nick, or Pete, I pilot Pete, hit a bullseye. Oh my God, oh my God. And she's mm. like, my dad's going to love you. He was having a moment. But then there's a there's another, after they show that, which my favorite part is, is they show him um, splitting a log in half, which is a very like hard thing to do, right? And then he breaks his parents' it later. It is hard. Later on, he goes, I did it in four seconds. I don't know if you know that. 
two seconds. He really bragged hard about that, which I found unattractive, and it almost negated the fact that he split the log in the first place. Well, he didn't split it in half. He split it on the side, and then it it flew into her. Yeah, yeah. Where she, you, if you watch that scene again, she's like, "Whoa, buddy!" (laughs) Right? Like it almost hits her, and he's too excited the fact that he split the log to realize that he almost hurt the girl he's supposed to love. Yeah, he totally could have uh, nicked her leg there. Yeah. And uh, he didn't give a shit. He just was concerned about right getting that log. That's chopped. how I was like so excited that I went to archery and I hit a bullseye, but while I was hitting the bullseye, before I shot the arrow, my my elbow went up and I broke your nose because <laughs> yeah. you were too close. Yeah. I was like, I hit a bullseye! And you're bleeding out of your nose. Yeah. And it's just like, what the fuck? But Worth I like it. Too, yeah. It's insane. But you saw the bullseye, right? Yeah, you saw that, right? Yeah, you saw that. You saw me split the leg, right? He's <laughs> like, yeah, but you, almost, you, you took my toe with you. Yeah, but I still split it. I don't know if you know that. It's a thing. Um, but b- before we meet um, her family, Peter writes mm-hmm. Hannah Ann a letter. A letter. How did you feel about that letter? Real lame. It was a real lame. It was just a... just. Just a different iteration of the letter she already wrote him. <laughs> right. But his is like I worse. It's like, I like that you're pretty. I like that you like me. I like that. Um, uh. Yeah. It felt like that. It, it felt like it, a fifth grader writing. It, it does it feel that like It felt like the first letter I ever wrote a girl, it, which I don't think I've ever exactly. done. Exactly. And I mean, it's. I think it's a cute gesture to write someone a letter or give someone a tangible record of, hey, these are the things I like about you besides like sending it in a text, you know? But it just, uh, just it doesn't feel. I don't know. It feels. It felt weird to me. It felt forced, right? It felt forced. I also don't think he really means it. Have you ever had a guy write you a letter? Uh, yeah, I told you. I think oh, I. I'm I think sorry, I, we did no, talk no, no, no. We. It was probably a while ago, but I think the Australian guy wrote me about oh, yeah. eight pages. Oi, Bondi Beach. Oi. Yeah, and he yeah. was like, "Oh, I didn't. You know, <laughs> I can't do that. You know, we've already started. I can't do the accent." But he he wrote me very long, and to the point where I didn't even finish it. I was like, "Oh my god, so much." Yeah. I couldn't read it. I think it's a nice gesture. It's a gesture. But also it shows how slowly he reads when he read it out loud. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He's like, Hannah, Hannah Ann. I, Hannah. I feel that uh, uh, we, it was just like, but it was so like generic. It felt very generic. Very Hallmark card. But it really, but like we'll find later that it really hit her at home. She almost cried. I feel bad when, like, <clears throat> like that. Some, you know, when when these women or, or or men get get things that they just never have ever gotten in their life that yeah. seems so generic to the rest of us. It makes me feel sad for them. It, it felt like it did mean a lot to her. So I will say that. It I is think a nice it, gesture. It, it meant a lot to her. But I think Peter is just tough because it's like down to the final four, and I think Peter is saying kind of the same shit to everybody. So it's making right. it where he keeps saying, I'm falling in love. And uh, it's kind of weird to say that to four different people. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. So. But I think it's that the suspension of disbelief that like you're not saying that you're the yeah. only one that's being told to. Yeah. Yeah. So as, as a woman. Okay. So Kristen, this is my, actually, I'm interested to hear your take on this. Okay. So, you know, guys try. And I think sometimes the execution isn't, isn't the intention isn't as well as the intention Mm -hmm. so do you are you more like oh that was well intentioned or you more like that didn't live up to what it should have been about about peter's situation no about like just like in general 
with guys that you've maybe like when guys try to make a grand gesture like that but let's say no one ever really makes a grand gesture towards me i don't know someone just asked you to go to panera uh i think sometimes it's like too little too late so okay so it's more timing for you it's more they're doing the grand gesture to make up for a really shitty thing that they did and i think that it should just you don't even need to do a grand gesture. I just think you just need to show you care consistently. And if you don't do that, then like that's annoying. And doing the grand gestures is kind of you making up for a lack of effort okay. in general, which I think is unfair. Yeah. So yeah. you think it's like a last ditch yeah, type thing. Yeah, that's what I think. Okay. Do you feel this, do you feel like it's this happening right now with Peter? Like it's more of a last ditch thing or <sighs> it's something that came from a sincere place? I don't know. It could be both. You think so? I don't really know. Okay. It's hard to say. Yeah. I don't want to say on someone else's. I think it was something he felt like almost he had to do. Or he'd be like, oh, it would be cute if I wrote her a letter because she wrote me one, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. don't think he would have done that on his own. Okay. How did you feel about the whole meeting the parents? How do you think it went for Peter? Um, It was hilarious to me, his, or, or uh, Hannah's, <laughs> Hannah's dad's reaction, where he literally sits down and he, he goes, man, I was so excited to see my daughter, so excited to see Hannah. But of course, you know, she had to bring Peter and he kind of said it as if I didn't fucking want Peter to be there. Did you catch that? Yeah. He goes, uh, uh, it was weird. He, he, he goes, uh, he, he goes, uh, uh, well, I mean, uh, it was nice to see her. Uh, she brought, I don't know why we're doing that accent every time she goes, uh, she brought Peter, uh, which is new and exciting. And then dot period. Yeah, and then it kind of, I guess. Eh, yeah. He's like, I guess it was. Yeah. And I loved how, like, how, like. She was like, oh, my God, we want axe throwing. And Peter did so good. And then the mom goes, oh, I forget the dad's name, but it goes to the dad's name. He goes, oh, you would love doing that. Yeah. No reaction. None. Just staring him down. He doesn't daggers. give a shit. No. 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 And the poor mom is trying to like, like, you get that the dad's a protective, which is fine. But like, she's trying to like, isn't this fine? It's great. And like, you could tell he's just like, do I really have fucking answer? <laughs> do I have to answer questions in front of this goddamn camera? I don't no. need this shit. He didn't seem into it, no. which I I loved it. Okay, so um, I want to talk. I've, I think I talked about almost every hometown. I think we've had this discussion. Mm-hmm. But how do you feel about the flowers to the parents as it's, a first? It always feels move? tacky and forced, and it never feels genuine to me. Agreed. Yeah. Have you ever had anybody do that? No. I I think I I had one girl do that, and the gesture is nice. But does it's a feel gesture. Forced. You should bring something, but it's always flowers. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems, t- yeah, it, it seems tacky, right? Yeah, yeah. A little bit. It seems like, yeah. So forced. And also, it's just kind of like, hey, dad, don't hate me. There's flowers. Yeah, like, hey, dad, I'm going to fuck her. Uh, yeah, here's yeah, some yeah. flowers to lessen the blow. Hey, here's I hope flowers that's for fine. the flower I'm taking. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. Shit. Um, do, do you feel like. I mean, do you feel it went well? No. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean... Ultimately, Dad was kind of like, I'm undecided. Yeah, which I think is completely fair and it made sense. Yeah. I think that families always come in with a healthy dose of skepticism, which I think is necessary. And uh, I, I completely agree with all the families like who hit the bachelor, bachelorette with a little bit of, hey, you know, I don't know. This is a bit of a weird thing that's happening, you know? Yeah. I totally get it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird like cuz even like even t- Peter and her mom 
her mom was like, well, what's going on? And then he's like, she's, she's expressed to me that she loves me, but I haven't had the opportunity. Yeah. And she goes, and he goes, you're the first person that I've ever said that to. And she goes, oh. Yeah. Or I think it was like, oh, like excited. She's like, oh. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is weird. It's like, I, like, it's got to be a weird conversation. If I, like, you and I were dating and I, I, like, I didn't say anything to you. And then I met your mom and I'm like, I'm going to tell her I love her today. It's a little bit of a weird move. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then her dad's like, don't fucking say that if you don't mean it. Don't waste my daughter's time. Which I agree with. Like, yeah, I see completely where they're coming from on that. Yeah. Because dad literally is like, where are you at? And then I thought that Peter said something. And I'm like, oh, what a great excuse. He gave such a non-answer in he my did. opinion. He did. But his excuse was, well, what I can tell you oh. is this. Oh. Which, well, what a great excuse. is like, hey, listen, like, hey, Chris is kind of a son of a bitch to deal with. <laughs> Chris is standing right behind yeah, him. Yeah, Chris is standing like, I, like, he knows where my family lives. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's got my social security number. I can't tell you. He coached me on what to say. Yeah, I can't yeah. tell you, but like... If I could tell you, trust me, it'd be a good answer. Like, what right. a great excuse. Why are you not using it all the time? Listen, listen. My family's, like, in the basement <laughs> right now. Like, we all know Chris. Right? right. We've seen Chris. We know Chris. All right, he's not listening. <laughs> I can't tell you anything, but what I can tell you is it's an answer. I'm going to fuck her. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to fuck this shark. Yeah. I'm going to fuck that pussy. Yeah, I'm going to fuck that pussy. All right, um... Sorry for the break in time. We had a little bit of a emergency. Emergency. Yeah. Tentacle emergency. Had to go to Panera with my a, boyfriend a, again. A tinkle emergency. <laughs> um. Anyways, we're so we're back. So, so we basically find out that that um, uh, with Hannah Ann's family, they basically have like, dad's not okay. Mom's kind of dealing with it, mm-hmm. right? But dad's kind of like, all right, I'm not saying no, but I'm not saying I'm excited. Basically, which I thought was a good attitude to yeah. have. Yeah, yeah. So then, and then we see them later on, and that's when Peter drops the bomb on mm-hmm. uh, uh, Ann. He says, "I, I love her." Uh, he he tells Ann that he's falling in love with her. Not that I love you, but I'm falling in love. I with was you. kind of annoyed that he did that because the dad explicitly said, "Please don't do it unless you really know that you're going to be with her and you love her, and it's right. going to be for real." And Peter did it anyway. And Peter clearly has no idea. It's just no. annoying to me that he has said almost the exact same thing to every final exactly. person. And literally, and this is the time where he finally admits, like, fully admits to like afterwards saying, "Like, I just want somebody." He to wants reciprocate to reciprocate what I want. Exactly. It's so apparent how needy he is. It's insane. Yeah. It's like, and you also have a very needy family. So I don't understand, like, where are you not getting what you and need? You know, he, he's clearly getting attention in every facet of his life. So right. it's interesting to me that he feels the need to be validated this much. But I will say that the love views between those two seem genuine. Except for, I didn't, you know, what I didn't like, mm. I didn't like when she was like, I love you. And he's like, say it to me again. Yeah, he said, like he said, keep saying it keep or, saying or it. say it again. Or what else did he say? Or no, no, no. That's when he said, I love hearing that. Right. Was that he what said, he like, said? I love hearing that. Please say it. I think he literally asked her to say it again. I think he said, say it again to you, a different girl. Maybe I'm misremembering, but I think to Hannah. You could be right. Which is sad. I, actually. Can't, I can't remember. Maybe. Or did you put in your notes? Um, I might be wrong. I didn't. I didn't. I, 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 no matter what, that just, one, that just makes it bad where we can't Either way, yeah. both times are fucked up where he says uh, to 
each girl say it again or I love hearing that, which is super annoying that he's goading them into saying I love yeah. you. And then when they say it, he just goes, oh, say it again. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Which because he knows he he, he shouldn't be saying I love you to all these girls, but he basically is. And it's really not okay. How do you feel about the whisper? I love you. I love you. Wait. So it's like, it's like in general, what's going on? Nothing's going on. No, seriously. What's, what's that? I don't know. I just been thinking a lot. What are you even thinking about? I don't know. I just like, you know, I just think about you and I just go, I love you. I love you. Yeah, it's always a whisper. It is always a whisper, I think, the first time you say it because I it's crazy to I try to come back to the times be, I first said I think it is a whisper, too. The first time you say it, you can't be like, I love you. You know, you can't. Yeah. It has to be, I love you. So, Well, you have to whisper it. So if they say what, you can just say it was something else. Do you think that or do you, do you think like the fact that you're whispering it is like almost like you're giving yourself into it? Like where it's just like, I love you. I think like you're that. S- well, I think for most people, you're just scared to say it the first time. What if I, I looked at you and I go, I love you? <laughs> That's the most fucked up way you could say it. Yeah. Or like, I love you. Yeah, I love you. Yeah, I love you. Yeah, cool. I love you. I love you. Hey, the first time you're going to say it. It's pretty cool like, that I love you. <laughs> pretty cool that I'm in love with you. We're in Bone Town. Yeah, All but right. if I was just like, I don't know, I just, I love you. Like it's kind of whispered a little bit. I think the whisper makes the most sense. I don't know. Yeah, it does, right? Which I don't like it. You got to whisper it the first time. I don't like it as a trope, but it I think make, it makes sense. It makes it serious. It makes it yeah. real. Well, you know, now that he, pre- he confesses his love to uh, Hannah Ann, then we meet another family with a different girl. Uh, we meet Kelsey. Kelsey. In Iowa. Um, and she's like, hey, welcome to Iowa. You know what we're known for? Stomping greats. I think it's Idaho, actually. Oh, no, it is Iowa. Des Moines. Des Moines. Des Moines. Des Sorry, Des Moines? I'm wrong. Yeah. You're right. Des Moines, Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah. And then she goes, you know what I was known for? Wine. <laughs> let's stomp our, let's stomp grapes, which always grosses me out because when they just take their shoes off, they don't, it doesn't look like they wash their feet. You know, they might have, but the grossest thing I've seen all season was the close-up shot of them stomping grapes and the sound effects that they either amplified or added yeah. in. Just the. <laughs> so gross. I hate when like they show somebody taking the shoe and then a sock off, and then for some reason they have to like, uh, I'm I'm physically doing it with my hand, but they like stretch their toes out. Oh, I hate no. that. Yeah, Where it's like almost like a, like you're doing a wave with your toes. You it know? totally grossed me out too. Where it's like your toes are being like. I was really grossed out by this. Also, it's really gross. Yeah. Right? And then later on, they're like, okay, so how do we mix our wine together? I'm like, it takes <laughs> it takes like a year to make wine. It does. I mean, it was interesting because there's no way that's. I mean, is there no. any possibility that was the why that they just stomped? No. I mean, it could have been, but it also couldn't have been very good because don't you got to ferment and, yeah. like, and oh, let it age? Like, oh, there's a toenail on that. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, you got to ferment and age. Maybe I don't know everything, but I assume, I mean, yeah, for the most part, you pretty much don't drink and make and consume or whatever all the wine in the same day. It it needs it, there's a process. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong. I don't know, but I also thought I feel like maybe they had already had some shit pre-made or something for them to try and they just said it was the same. Yeah. And I like how they're sitting there just being like, uh, oh, no, we had a little more water. And then she's like, oh, we'll put like oh, maybe a loose flavor in there. And then it's like just a bunch of, just a bunch of fucking dull dildos like trying to like put together like a taste that they either neither of them I know. They're such like, uh, to use your your uh, turn of phrase, uh, this couple is a bunch of wet blankets. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I'm sure they're fine on their own, but holy Lord. 
weirdly, I think Kelsey and Peter might be one of the best couples, even though obviously it doesn't work out. But I mean, weirdly, I don't get why he doesn't seem more into her. He doesn't seem super into her. And I think it's because she's, I think she's too into him and it turns him off. But I mean, she, she just loves him. And I mean, that's what he wanted. I thought, so I don't, I don't really understand where he's coming from on that. Well, I mean, like before they made the family, she's just like, she's basically was like, I love you. And then he goes, uh, he goes, that makes me happy. Thank you. Yeah, what a weird response. Yeah. It's just, yeah, again, I mean. It's like if you said, I, I love you to me, and I go, I'll never forget that. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, he's goading and basically asking all of them to say, I love you. And then once they do, he either kind of says it back or just says, thank you so much. Yeah. Which both of those responses are messed up because he's saying it to multiple people. Or he's just kind of denying it, but yeah. also relishing the fact that he's being loved. Yeah, I saw that and I was really like, she selfish. gone, she gone. Yeah, I kind of knew in that moment too. Yeah, right. Which is crazy because of what we're going to see in the future here. But you know what I'll say with Kelsey is after Champagne Gate, yeah. never ever thought she would make it this far and, yeah. and make a bottle of wine with the lead. How unreal. Oh, her I didn't even think about that connection until just now. Her whole shit was like crying about a bottle of wine and now it's come full circle and she's... Well, they're creating that bottle of wine she's together. She's making a bottle. Yeah. That they can drink and but share together. Even when we see her family, they're all also like, what the fuck are you doing here? She's a nut job. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they, Lily, her mom was like, I never thought this was going to happen. I know. I mean, that her family does seem sweet. Her family seemed really just genuine and sweet and as if they, they cared did. for her. So I thought that was nice. All the families uh, honestly seemed pretty nice. I don't know in my about Matt. Ma- uh, Maddie. Maddie. I mean, they're a little weird, but. They seem nice. Father, daughter. We need to talk about that okay. in a second. But I, okay, here's an aside. And I, this is uh, Caddy Corner. Can we talk about Caddy Corner? Caddy Corner. Caddy Corner. So they, uh, right before they meet the family with uh, Kelsey, um, I noticed Peter's outfit. And I literally wrote, what is going on with this thing? What was his outfit? I don't remember. He's wearing a brown jacket with uh, a black leather gloves with a dark navy beanie with a silver watch and on the other end he has a leather bracelet and then he has a charm bracelet which he ends up wearing the whole time which i'm more afraid to ask what's going on i don't remember this outfit but it's awful it's a lot of like not going on like these things do not match together and i feel like i I don't know the pa was just like yeah uh, why don't we just wear what the stylist put you and he goes you know what peter peter pilot wears what peter pilot wants i fly wherever i want let my wings out no i hope that's not the case i don't know it was just was like it was just a lot of not going on together do you know what i mean it sounds like it it sounds like it didn't go together it's like when you wear a jacket right and then your gloves match your jacket yeah it looks weird right yeah because it looks like an extension of the jacket yeah 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 yeah. and then you're like what yeah yeah is that connected to your hands? But then your then your jacket goes out a little bit, and you see a little bit of skin between the the water and the jacket, and you're like, oh, that's just a real person in there. Yeah, I thought and it was it's a, a robot. It's a relief. It's a relief, and it's, it's a relief for me. <laughs> um, sorry, Caddy Corner is done. Caddy Corner is canceled. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> and then we meet we meet the family with uh, Kelsey. Any mm-hmm. questions on that? Any and, me? Uh, thoughts? Yeah. Um. Uh, what did I write down? I just oh, I did write also that Kelsey seems to have a sweet side that we haven't seen much of. 
Yeah. Or we've seen it, but True. It, it's interspersed between her uh, kind of emotional moments. So I don't know. I actually think her hometown went so well and was so just easy and seemed pretty smooth. So it surprised me how rocky the road has been for her. And then yeah. the hometown goes great. And then Peter finally sends her home once he meets her right. nice family. Because like, you know, you know how nicely that went? It to, went so nice. Yeah, but like to, to, to add to what you're saying, we don't even see him meet the father or stepfather. Well, the father is gone. Long, like long gone, but the stepfather. Oh, the stepfather? Oh, I don't remember that. Because they never there. meet. He's oh. there, but they never meet. Oh, they never do the whole talk. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really remember. That's okay. probably he was just like, "Hey, I'm new to this family, and I want uh, you're a great addition. It's great." And that's not what the producers want. Well, um, no, the producers. I heard this on Reddit, Caddy Corner, but I don't know if it's true. But basically, the producers tried to uh, get Kelsey's estranged dad to reappear. Oh. Would not be surprised by that. So yeah, I mean they tr- they tried to pull all the strings, mm-hmm. and I heard that's also why she was kept around for her hometowns because they wanted. To get that drama of getting her dad, her strange father on camera. Yeah. So I don't know if that's true, but wouldn't be shocked. And that's really fucked up if that's the case. But yeah. To add to what you're saying, which was a little fucked up thought I had, is that when the mom takes Peter down, the first thing she goes, you know, I'm a very good reader of people. And I wanted to be like, "Mm, you know, your track record says otherwise. What do you, what do you mean? Well, because like you're a good reader of people, but then this other guy had a whole family. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, and you God seem like a good family guy. You're like, I am right. I'm such a good family guy. I have two families. Oh my God. No, that's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. like if like you and I were like, you know, I'm pretty funny, right? You're like, oh, you're not. Oh my God. Yeah. No, that's so good. Yeah. And that's um, and that's when she's like, her, her. It seems like her mom's understandably very protective, especially with her past. I get that, because uh, she's like, "Don't break her heart." Yeah, don't ever do it. A totally reasonable request, because I mean, all these families I think are really asking for is saying, "Hey, just don't say you love them if you're gonna pick someone else." Yeah. And Peter can't even do that. He just is saying, I, pretty much just implying or saying he loves all the women yeah. in his own way or goading them into saying that they love him, which is really annoying. Yeah. Yeah. And it's gotta be, it's gotta be weird. Like it, it does have to be weird for the parents who are like, I didn't sign up with this. My fucking daughter or son signed up with this and now I have to deal I with know. this shit. Yeah. And then thinking it's kind of a far away possibility. Yeah. And then when it's actually and then, there, and then being the uh, being on the outside and seeing how this whole uh, process kind of brainwashes brainwashes you a little bit, yeah. To be and also being like protective parents, you're like, you don't fuck you, like you're clearly brainwashed. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. you're in the bachelor bubble bubble because yeah. we see as that they call it, yeah. Because we definitely see that in the next uh, yeah. hometowns with with Madison. We go to Auburn. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Madison, what did you think overall about that hometown? One, I didn't realize. I know that she was good at basketball. I didn't realize she was. She was very good. She's at really good. She she's very talented. That. Yeah, I loved seeing. And I loved. Smokes. Yeah, and I love her making look Peter look look like a little bitch. Pete looked so bad. He looked so bad. <laughs> 
And, he, and I love how he's like, you know, I'm really good at half shots. It, it reminds me of the girl, or, or, or I'm sorry, it reminds me of Kelsey's mom where she's like, I'm really good at reading people. And it's like, are you? And then he's like, I'm really good at uh, half court shots. And then he like he runs up and tries to shoot a half court oh shot, and it's ten feet to the left. Um, I'm really good at half court shot, half court shots. I, I don't know if you know that. <laughs> and then she's like, I can do it with both hands, and she goes, I cannot do that. I loved uh, his world just being rocked, where he realizes, oh shit, she's really good at this, yeah. and everything she's doing is so good. She, she crushes it. Like, yeah. I, like obviously we knew about this since episode one, but like. I didn't know. She, I didn't realize she was that good. Maddie's good. Yeah. And Final four. Yeah, dude. Twice, she, which we've been we told a lot throughout this episode. Yeah, I mean, Maddie is, I think, the front runner, and that's what everyone has said. And I think that's really Peter's final pick. Yeah. I really do think that, and I think that's why the next couple episodes are going to be so drama yeah. filled because there's clearly some shit they don't agree on, but it hasn't right. really been brought up. Okay, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you think... Okay, so we, we understand Peter's kind of like a... He's kind of a horny dog. Right? He's a horn dog. He's a horn dog, right? Yeah. So do you think that maybe some of his, like... After he finds out, seems like next episode... Yeah. When he finds out that she's a virgin, that like puts yeah. him into like, oh, this is my prize? Because he seems kind of like... He seems... Oh, I hate having this conversation, but like... It does seem like a typical guy thing mm-hmm. where it's like, that's the only, I'm the only guy. I, I took that, right? That's, yeah. That's like a shitty um, trope of a man that is kind of true in some, some forms. Yeah. And <clears throat> do you think it, like when that reveal gets brought to him next episode, do you think he's just like, yeah, I want that more now? I think it's, well, I think what happens actually is more so, so everyone's been saying, from and it, it seems pretty reliable and from the edit and from watching the show i think maddie is his final pick like that's yeah. the girl he really wants and they do have a good connection there's nothing there's they no denying that good connection right. i do think they have good chemistry so i think what happens is he's not expecting this and she kind of drops this on him sort of last minute and says hey by the way i'm a virgin so he's kind of thinking fuck and then realizes he has fantasy suites I don't think it makes him want Madison more. I think it almost makes him want the other girls more. So then he's thinking, oh, I'm going to fuck someone else. Yeah. I'm going to fuck Victoria. I'm going to fuck Hannah or whoever. Right. And have sex with them because I can't have sex with Maddie. But then I'm going to propose to Maddie. Like a last hurrah. Yes. I think that's exactly what happens. I don't know. Again, we'll find out. But I think it's it is like a last hurrah. I don't think it's one of those things where he thinks oh, I'm going to try to break Maddie before marriage or I'm going right. to try to... I don't think he's that kind of guy. I think he just is a little bit selfish and is kind of thinking, oh, I'm going to... I got to I gotta fuck. I got to fuck somebody and then I'll propose to Maddie and then I can wait and then I'll marry her and then we can have... The, I think he, he has this weird plan and then doesn't realize the consequences of that plan because I'm assuming the big drama or the big, you know final rose ceremony that's so different or whatever they keep saying has something to do with him having sex with the other girls and Maddie trying to reconcile with that. And I see it from both sides because I get it where I get it from his side where I'm not religious. So I wouldn't want to 
wait for marriage with someone. Right. And that's just a personal choice. And you're allowed to have that choice if you want to wait or if you don't. But I think Peter, if if things go how I think they're going to go, he was really disrespectful towards her. And I also, but I also do think that Maddie was unrealistic in expecting a guy like Peter to wait. Right. Because Peter clearly is not a virgin and also is very sexually active, which has been obvious. It's not a secret. So I don't don't know what she was really expecting. He seems like a very confident person with self-esteem issues. Yeah, he's that. Oh, I feel like we both know the kind of guys like that who, (laughs) you know exactly who I'm thinking of, but the kind of guys who get laid a lot, but they're very insecure and they need that constant affirmation from people. But and they want to feel like like they're always making the righteous decision. Yeah, Yeah. which is we know exactly who we're talking about. By the way, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I could see, uh, and whoever is listening right now and is like man i know that guy too that's who we're thinking about too yeah um i think yep. we all know somebody in our lives that is like he means well but he doesn't realize how much of a cock he's being <laughs> and it's clearly coming from insecurities but then you're masking it with uh cockiness yeah you mask it's weird it. it's like a weird like jekyll and hyde situation yeah yeah where they are very confident but at the same time they're very uh insecure yeah, I mean, Peter has been hard to watch this season just for that reason. Right. Of just being the very insecure person that he's been and needing the affirmation. He's like yeah. a confident guy who needs reassurance, which just doesn't make any sense. It's going to be, oh man, I just feel like the next couple episodes are going to be so tough to watch because it's just going to be him self-imploding and kind yeah. of ruining a potentially like really good relationship with Maddie. Yeah. Because he wants to f- bone someone else. Right. Because clearly there is. He just wants to get that nanny. Yeah, I mean, I mean, do you <laughs> do you truly see any real emotional connection with him and Victoria? No. As opposed to him that's, and Maddie or that's Hannah. That's a she's Ann. a hot thing. That's for sure. A she's a hot thing. He wants to fuck her. Yeah. And that's so clear to me. Yeah, and then actually, let's get on to that. So, so uh, real quick though, we meet the we meet the father of of Maddie. Yeah. Um, I think. His overprotectiveness and his controllingness is at a, a toxic level. I don't think that's good, but it seems like she's handling it. Madison's handling it. I've seen that. Yeah. And I've seen that make women almost be self-destructive. But it seems like he's balancing it in a way where it's like she's still like is not being that way. Where she's yeah. still being like. Not right. I don't want to say the word righteous, but Maddie seems to have a good head on her shoulders. She does. She really does. Although I don't, uh, I'm not a religious person, and I I can't really identify with the way she was brought up. I do think though she seems pretty intelligent, and seems like she's making, at, at least until this point, she's making choices that seem to make sense for herself. Yeah. So I think we're just going to see what happens when she finally tells Peter what's going on with her and the extent of her religious beliefs and her faith, because I don't think Peter's really gotten it so far. No, I think he thinks he can work around it, but I don't think Peter really understands where she's coming from. And I think he likes her a lot. So he just wants to believe, Oh, but I can, I can, I can, I can get her to do what I want her to do or, or in terms of, uh, lifestyle choices and, uh, and you know being being more fun or or whatever his definition of thing i think he just thinks it's going to be easier to fix than it is and right. 
she's very unwavering in her belief and her choices, which I think is very admirable. Yeah. And he seems to have the idea of, oh, well, once I get her out of this bachelor bubble, I can get her to do whatever I want. Yeah. Or be whatever I want her to be. Yeah. I think that's a really not good yeah. thing. It seems like her, like, to me, it seems like her, uh, she has a very high emotional intelligence and she's also yeah. her emotions are very grounded. She is so like she is. She does seem very grounded and yeah. sweet. And I don't think that he realizes yeah. what she exact. I think she wants to give him the benefit of doubt, but he doesn't realize like how important her faith is to her. And he it's going to be like a rude awakening for him. It's going to be a huge rude awakening because yeah, I, I definitely think he's underplayed that or hasn't really taken that into account and thinks, oh, she's religious, I'm religious, but it's not the same. Yeah, God, it's I want more of it. totally different. Totally different. I mean, she literally said, I want you to be the spiritual leader of my home. I don't think that's something Peter seems ready to yeah. do. He's like, Jesus is cool. Yeah, that's exactly, he, he has such a lackadaisical kind of response uh, to all this. Agreed, yeah. And just kind of, oh, well, I'll just figure it out. Or we'll figure it out. Right. His whole thing is we'll figure it out. Yeah. That's what it seems like. And the thing is like she's coming from, uh, she's coming from being, I mean, all she knows is from a coach. And coaches yeah. don't fuck around. Yeah. Right. Even yeah. in that thing where uh, her dad was like, um, like what's going on? And then he was like, well, Peter goes, uh, well, if this was last week and her dad instantly goes, well, obviously it's not, he goes, I'm sorry. If Peter, Peter goes, well, if this was next week. Yeah. And then her dad goes, obviously it's not next week. I loved that about him. I, yeah. I really did kind of like, like uh, 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 yeah. Peter, like, I ain't fucking around, man. Like what, what, what do you, don't give me your like little LA talk. That's the thing. Yeah, Peter thought he was gonna come in and give his little producer driven uh right. drivel that they told him to say and was gonna get away with it. Peter thought he was gonna come in and charm the pants off these people. This is a coach. Coaches all they do is hear uh, that. He was all they hear so is surprised. You could see how surprised Peter yeah. was that he was getting the third degree. And I'm and I'm like, duh, of course you are, you idiot. You're trying to marry one of these people. And the parents are just being very fairly skeptical of you in the whole process, yeah. which makes sense. Understandable. Yeah. Yeah. But but in the long run, the dad is like, I don't know, but I'm not saying no. Which I thought was fair. Which is fair. I thought I thought that was actually refreshing that he wasn't like Cassie's dad, who basically was saying no, just oh, straight yeah. up. Cassie's pull. dad pretty much said no, not yeah. letting it happen. Which I get it. Whatever. But I, I think it's it shows that uh, that Maddie's dad does believe his daughter should have agency over her own decisions. Right. So he seems to be of the camp of, well, if she loves him and it works, then sure. Yeah. Like, I might not agree with it, but I trust my daughter. Yeah. Like that. Which I think is fair because I get being overprotective, but also it goes to a point where sometimes it's too much. Yeah. And I think... At the end of the day, I guess they should be responsible for making their choices on this. Well, okay. Good segue. Speaking of being responsible of your choices, we meet Victoria in her hometown. Wow. Yeah. Somebody who's not responsible <laughs> of her choices whatsoever. So so after we have, which I think ultimately we all agree that like maybe the, the parent situation didn't, didn't go well for uh, Madison, but I think overall it went well. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. She's kind of the front runner. Yeah. And then we see Victoria. 
and we go to Virginia, Virginia Beach. Mm. Um, uh, she has a dog. And then he runs up to her, and the dog instantly doesn't trust him. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, what if that dog took his hand? That would be amazing. Could you imagine the rest of the episode? He's like, I don't got no hand. He's got a scar like, on every part of his like body ha- now. Like happy Gilmore situation. <laughs> By the way, his scar got worse. It did. It looked like something happened, like maybe he got infected or something. I feel like he met one of his dads, and they were like, what do you mean by that? And he's like, huh, 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 huh. and it was like, it was like so much blood going to the all yeah, it definitely Orifices. looked worse. Yeah, it might be a, like a Harry Potter thing where yeah. it pulses when there's when there's a woman around that is crying because <laughs> he's so turned on by that, you know? Like E.T.'s finger. Yeah. <laughs> or like his heart, I'm sorry. He's like, oh, I, I got know. a boner. Yeah, <laughs> bones on. So this is how much of a wet blanket, your term. Um, oh, Victoria God. is, she goes, I have a great idea. We're going to take old timey photos. Dude, I wrote this in my notes that old-timey photos is the most basic bitch thing she could have possibly picked for them yeah. to do. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to judge because I'm not saying the other dates were so amazing. I'd rather get ice cream. I, I'd rather get ice cream on a rainy day. Yeah. Dude, she did old-timey photos with Peter and the whole time she was saying, this is so crazy. She was <laughs> like, she's like, this is so fun. It's ridiculous. And I was God. like, dude, this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. This is literally, oh my God. I, I couldn't believe that was the thing she chose. What a fall from grace. <laughs> from what grace? When did she ever have a leg up? I just wanted to say that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, here's, here's how dumb I am. I'm such a boy Like where I was like, Oh man, what a sweet girl up front. Remember those first couple episodes? I was like, she's, oh, it's coming up, party. Look how great she is. Oh man. And she's manipulating the whole time. She's hard to watch. I get that it's TV and that it's edited, but man, oh man, this, this whole hometown. I truly have very little complaints about Maddie, Hannah, or Kelsey's hometown. From the editing we saw, from what we saw. It all seemed to go pretty well. It all seemed to go pretty, like, you know, like, just normal. Mm-hmm. This was truly hard for me to watch. It was a train wreck. Watching Victoria F., I don't feel really any sympathy or empathy for I mean, I guess I do in some way, but I, yeah. it, she is so unlikable. And so you can see what, like, her bad personality Yeah, through, it, it just makes her kind of unattractive inside and out she's I agree. hard to watch i would say even by the end of this episode i like i, I mean, obviously she's a very pretty girl but she like, is but like i will say that like i didn't find her as pretty by the end of the episode and i think it was because like we're kind of finding out her personality her lack of maturity and communication skills is oh. really tough oh her number one go-to is defensiveness and deflective defense deflect yeah uh turning it around on the other person for sure how could you? Why do I have to deal with this right now? Yeah. Yeah. It's all that. Yeah. But before that, we meet Hunter Hayes, and that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Hunter Hayes. I think you said something funny about how wouldn't it be funny if she brings Peter on the stage and she's like, oh, yeah, I had a threesome with Hunter Hayes yeah. or something like that. She's like, and who? Is it Colton? You're like, yeah. what? <laughs> Interesting. Um, the country singers. There's been a lot of country singers on this season, I feel. There's, there's, always, there's country singers on every episode, yeah. every season. It's always a this country. is the one where I actually knew. I, I this, I'm not huge in the country. But this is one where I was like, oh, I fucking know who that is. And then Peter's like, I know who that is. And then you see them dancing, and then clearly Peter doesn't know the words. Oh my god! And he's doing the thing where he's like, 
Like where he's just like, <laughs> it looks like he's saying the syllables, but the words aren't there, you know? Man, we got to get like Kanye West or someone on here. Could you imagine Kanye just, on that? Just for the difference of, uh, because I'm so tired of the country music singers on here. and everything. Yeah, they had like, Backstreet Boys once. That's let's, great. let's get some different shit on yeah. here. Bring me Jonas Brothers. Yeah, let's get some Jonas Brothers. That would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know the whole time when they, I bet you hit PTSD from... The last time. Yeah. He's probably like, what's the fucking story with this motherfucker? And then she's like, no, I've never heard him before. And then she's like, and then he goes, oh, thank God. And then they say goodbye. And I love, I really like the uh, peek into what what it's really like because they say goodbye and then a, t- a team leaves with her and a team leaves with him. Yeah. Like producer PA. Yeah. You know, stuff like that, right? Or line producer, whatever, PA. And then that's when we find out about. Uh, Marissa. Yeah. Marissa. Yeah. Uh, she's been the big smoking gun that we've all been waiting for, right? And I instantly, which I loved, and this goes back to a through line we have with Peter. He goes, she goes, um, Peter, Peter, oh and then he's like, God. he walks over, he goes, Oh, hey, Marissa. Marissa, I thought I saw you in the crowd, and then she goes, um, she's trying to be like silly. Is that the same leather jacket that I sold you? And he goes, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. With my mom. my mom. Yeah, yeah, with my mom. yeah I remember so funny. you. Yeah. And that's when I was like, "Were they? did they date? They, what's, dated. Yeah, they dated. They like actually dated, yeah. 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 It's so funny how it's like, could you imagine if you and I dated for like a year and then I was like, I thought I saw you in the crowd. Marissa, right? Kristen, right? I, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I thought you looked familiar. Yeah, you look like my mom. It's like yeah, you took me home yeah. three times. Yeah, yeah. My mom, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, my mom was it. She saw you were the guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder what she really looked like. She had kind of a man. She had like a Scarlett Johansson voice going on. Oh, you can look her up. She, I mean, see, she, I don't know why they blurred her face, but uh, you can you can see her face on social media and internet. Okay, if you look she pretty. She is pretty. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I feel like everybody that Peter dated is pretty. Yeah, but she's she is pretty. They didn't blur her face because she's ugly, Jonah. That's not right. That's not why I thought that. That's what you're implying. She's gotta be fucking ugly. (laughs) That'd be funny if Chris is like, no, uggos, blur her face. (laughs) Yeah, but she signed the paperwork. We don't care about anonymity. No, (laughs) uggos. She's just an ugly fucking bitch. No, uggos. I don't want no linebackers on her goddamn thing. Um,. No, I didn't I, think that. I just wanted. I just wanted. I saw someone had a theory on the Reddit, uh, the Caddy Corner. Someone had a theory on Reddit that they blurred her face, so it made it easier for them to uh, chop up her audio. Oh, that makes beca- sense. Because they basically like cut everything up so much, so they basically said, "Oh, well, they probably blurred her face, so they could just cut up all the audio, and you wouldn't catch that it wasn't matching her mouth." That makes sense. Yeah. So because I think that probably makes the most sense. Here's the thing where this felt mm, kind of believable, I guess. Is that she clearly wasn't mic'd. She wasn't mic'd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wasn't mic'd. And they just kind of threw her into it where they said, just go, just go do yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. you got to say. So they wanted it to feel impromptu because it was, it was impromptu, but they, they, uh, uh, wanted it to be that way. Right. So it was impromptu, but also orchestrated. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know. And really, all she really says is be careful. Yeah. Well, You're a good guy. Apparently, she said more in depth stuff that they cut oh, out. But okay. you know, but like she's just like, "You're a good guy. I think you're a good guy." 
even though you don't remember who I was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you're like, oh, yeah, I used you for a discount. I remember yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, um, You know what's crazy, though, about her whole speech is she is a little vague, but Victoria F. in, Vic- in uh, Virginia Beach is has a reputation. Yeah. Like, she does have, re- have a reputation, not just the home wrecking stuff, but just as being a shitty person. Really? So, it's interesting to me that, yeah, Marissa came for it, but, I mean, this isn't... This isn't news at all. Yeah. And how bad of a person you have to be where your reputation precedes you so much on a show like this where, yeah, I mean, people are just, it, it's, it baffles my mind. Yeah. I'm going to give people the benefit of the doubt, but I, I do, I think she's got some, I mean, she's, I mean, I guess this is kind of irrelevant, but I mean, she's been arrested on so many traffic violations like really? DUI. yeah dude she's she, she has a rap sheet it's Whoa. long because people can put po- you can look this up on it's like public record right so you can look at she has been pulled over maybe 25 times and a couple of those have been duis whoa yeah i didn't know i've that. never been pulled over so it's just insane to me we're the same age and just knowing I'm like, dude, what are you doing? You've been, she's been pulled over. She, yeah, she had a couple DUIs. Um, I don't want to say that that reflects poorly on her character, but I mean, it kind of does a little bit. Like one, I get, but like two. One, but two to three, you have a problem. And there's an, and the fact that her and that Marissa girl fought after the show ended where they fought in Virginia. They didn't, I guess they didn't literally fight, but what happened was after filming, because they both live in Virginia Beach or whatever. Where uh, they ended up at the same bar and Victoria F. was shouting at her, you're a fucking loser. Oh and my God. she got. It seems like what she would say. She got kicked out of the bar and she's known for being an asshole to service industry people where people come forward and be like, I've been her waitress, her bartender. She's awful. I know exactly the kind of person she is because yeah. I'm a service industry person where I've been bartending, serving for 10 years. And I can kind of see the kind of person she probably is yeah. on most nights. Yeah. Not saying everybody's perfect. We all have our off nights, but it goes beyond benefit of the doubt, in my opinion. Right, I yeah. think she just might be a really bad person. Yeah, she's like, well, you didn't give us any straws, so don't expect me to tip you. It's like, yeah. what? Like, it was just an accident. Oh, my God. She is totally that kind of just nasty, not yeah, like, nice person. I'm trying to do you a favor to teach you that you should bring us straws. Like, <laughs> I'm helping you. All like I'm that. saying is nobody has come forward and said one good story about her. And That's I crazy. think people have come forward and said nice things about all the other contestants yeah. and said at least one nice positive thing. I haven't heard one positive thing from anybody saying, Victoria F. is actually, she watched my dog once. <laughs> you know, no one has said any of that. Ever. Three people have been like, I, she watched my dog and it, it died. Yeah. Yeah. She, there's something off. Well, we, I mean, we like this episode more than anything, I think we really see, right? Yeah. We saw because her true colors, man, for real. A part of me makes me want to like side with, not with her, but like understand because like <clears throat> she kind of is like, I just want to have a day with you right on the deal with shit. Which I understand. But she brings it onto herself. She brings it onto herself. Right. She keeps acting as if it's Peter's fault. I think Peter yeah. could have brought it up in a better way. Right. Maybe not on you the front porch. You know he was porch. so happy being like, hey, but guess what? You know how you had a boyfriend in the crowd? Guess what? I, I had, had a girlfriend. Girl. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, he was so happy to say that. He could not wait. 
And so funny to me that he said that and didn't seem to understand it was producer orchestrated. But, yeah. you know, he's yeah, so yeah. stupid. Oh, yeah. He's, he's like, so what? dumb. Um, the altimeter's off of that in this one. <laughs> I think that's a pilot term. I don't know. Um, but, uh. like, so he brings it up to her, right? They're about to ready to meet her family. And then yeah. instantly she's like, you're going to do this shit right before we meet our family. Like, like yeah. instantly he's in the wrong. She's being defensive, deflecting, putting out other things. Yeah, she never said yes or no to his question. Never said yes or no. Never said yes. yes or no. Completely deflected. Okay, so we can skim through. I guess we can kind of put everything together. Because even later, she comes to his room again. Completely never de- deflects. Never defends it. Deflects. Yes. Never says they're rumors or they're lies. Just never wants to talk about it. Or just being like, yes, I have, I've met these men and they didn't tell me that they're dating somebody and they left them for me. And I I see how it feels like no explanation, not even, not for what we see. I know there's editing, but for what we see, there's not even like, I thought that was so strange. What do you mean? What do they say? And I'll explain myself to you. Yeah, I wonder if that was edited out or yeah. if Peter was just dumb enough to let her get away with it. But man, she really didn't address it. No. She never explained, oh, hey, uh, you know, I know this girl and she, we used to be friends and she's making up these rumors about me. You know, there was no, it was so weird how she handled it. Right. That's like if someone was like, uh, hey, Fenchek, like, I heard that you're doing a podcast with somebody else. Yeah. And I just want to know if you are or not. And you're like, who said that? Yeah. Where did you hear that from? Yeah. I can't believe you were bringing this up right now. Yeah. We're about ready to do the podcast, and you're telling me you were, I'm with somebody else? That's... I mean, like, who would even tell you that? Tell me exactly who's telling me Who that. do you think you are? Yeah, you're instantly like, it's well, disgusting. why do you... Yeah, I'm not doing that. Or like, yes, I am, which I understand. I'm not upset with you, by the way. It's fine. We all do different podcasts. We're all into other people and their stories. It's fine. Yeah. I get it. But yeah, it's like instantly. God damn. I watched that and I was like, this is bullshit. And it made me like, again, Caitlin texted me because she saw it before I did it. She was like, I fucking hate Victoria now. And I was like, agreed. oh, I completely uh, have agreed. any sympathy I might have had for her completely gone. I, dude, when <laughs> I wrote this down, but when they were fighting on the stoop and when Peter's. Uh, when Peter says, excuse me, uh, and I just really wanted him to be like, excuse me, I'm the bachelor. <laughs> but like he did. And then she goes, excuse you what? Like, she, yeah. that was so childish of her to say. Like, She's basically, like, how dare you do All this of to her me? rebuttals were so, so, oh, shitty. so shitty, so annoying. And just like, yeah, again, she never addressed anything. She never really gave a reason for him to trust her. I feel like everyone, all of us that have been around the block that are watching this episode have been like, I've been in that relationship. Yeah. Get the fuck out of there. It's bad. When someone turns it around on you or right. can't answer a question or, and Peter literally said, we have no communication skills, which to me was all the reason in the world to just end it right there because right. communication is truly just like the most important thing in right. a relationship. To the point where he wouldn't even like, he wouldn't even like suck it up and meet her parents. Yeah, the fact that he's still considering her and hasn't met her family is wild. So you want to consider proposing to her and you haven't even met her family? Unreal. And I, I swear to God, like, if, like, and then watching her be like, oh, you left me, like, completely putting it on 
him. She's so dumb. Honestly, yeah. I don't feel sorry for her. <laughs> the fact that she willingly went on this show, knowing her past, knowing the people she's fucked yeah, over. But she's blind to that. Didn't think she, it was going to come up. She she thinks she can do whatever she wants without repercussions, yeah. and now it's happening. And she wants sympathy, but I don't feel it for her. To be honest, I really don't. Nothing's worse than like the person where you're like, and I think everybody's. I, I, I would. I know it's a blind statement, but I think everybody would agree with this, that we've all dated somebody where you're like, hey, by the way, this, the, uh, you know, I'm sorry, but this like upsets me. And they're like, oh, I'm such a terrible person. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm the worst. That is so annoying. You can't even like you give can't, constructive criticism without them trying to make you feel bad. It's not even criticism. It's just like, hey, An I don't observation. know if you know. I don't know right. I don't know if you, I don't know if you realize this. Like, I don't think I agree with you. I don't think Peter came about it in the right way. But he's basically like, hey, just let you know, I heard this thing and I just want to hear your side of yeah, things. Yeah, here's your chance to clear your name. And she yeah. goes, ah, unreal that you would do this. Instead, it would have been like, what did you hear? And I'll explain to you why they might think that way. Yeah, right? she, oh man, she has no communication skills. She's like, she, I can't fucking believe this. This is, you even bring this shit to me? It's like, you're deflecting like a motherfucker. Oh, when she said, excuse you, what? Yeah. I could not believe she said that. Oh my God. I wanted to turn the TV off and throw the Oh my God. Couldn't believe it. It was the first time I think we saw Peter ever kind of break from his little bachelor character yeah. too. Because I think he's done a very good job of being his little producer puppet and keeping yeah. his veneer up of a very level-headed uh, vanilla guy, and then you kind of saw him being being saying to Victoria, "What the fuck are you doing right now?" Yeah, like what? Like, what are you what? saying right now? Yeah, that's kind of what he was, saying. and we've never seen him do that with yeah. anyone else. Yeah, I will say it's weird when you get in a certain pocket with somebody and they start showing those. We've talked showing about this before, but it shows a much. You, you kind of like for some reason you're just like accepting of it. It's yeah, weird. he. It's weird because imagine Madison or Hannah Ann doing something like this all of a sudden. Do you think he'd put up with that? No, I don't think no so. way. If Madison did that shit, no way. But because Victoria's been doing it since the beginning and has been kind of a whiny baby this entire time, it's just fine. Yeah, which just ugh, just makes no sense to yeah. me. Yeah, and that, and that brings us into so and that brings us into our uh, rose ceremony. Yeah, is that of all the people. It gets down. He picks Anna Ann first, Madison second, and yeah. then it gets down to Victoria, uh, Vicky, Vicky, Vicky. That sounds gross. And then Kelsey, and then guess who goes home? Kelsey, probably one of the more grounded, even though she's a little emotional, one of the more grounded people. Just when I started to kind of like her, you know, I know, me I too. really did. I did start yeah. to have a, I have a soft spot for her, and now she gone. She gone. But yeah, I, she gone. he didn't seem in love with her, I guess. But no. I mean. Why keep Victoria? Why? It's clearly... I think it's the excitement. The excitement. He wants to fuck her. Yeah. He's excited by how up and down the relationship is. And Hannah Ann and Maddie's relationships are very... one. Well, I guess they're just easy. Which clearly easy. is something Peter yeah, doesn't the, want. Yeah. They're the easy choice. So... They're the safe choice. Oh, it makes it so And mad. then Victoria's got fake boobly wooblies. And those are fun. Yeah, she calls them her revenge boobs. Anyone who gets revenge boobs, yeah. please just get them because you want to get them, not because you want to make somebody mad. Well, also, anybody who refers to anything that they're proud of as revenge, you're insane. Probably isn't. Yeah, that's an insane bitch move. She like worked a bunch of shifts and made extra money just for those tits, just to spite to get revenge. Can you imagine those that? are sp- yeah, those are spite tits. Yeah, like you, that's what you need to call them. Spite revenge tits. makes them sound cool, but. 
You're just a spiteful person. Yeah. They're the spiteful handfuls. Yeah, maybe you could put like a breathalyzer in one of your tits too, your fake, so you don't have any more DUIs on well, your. What would happen if she failed? What would, one what of her tits explodes. If you put a breathalyzer. <laughs> <laughs> if she drives drunk, it pops like. Yeah. Like a fucking tire. Just I don't slaps know. her in the face. Yeah. Wake I up. have no idea. Drinking and driving is so selfish to me and disgusting because you you're just taking that risk of hurting yourself or other people more other people than anything else and so once i guess it's a mistake any other more than that to me you're just kind of a sociopath and so victoria to me is a little bit of a sociopath Yeah, yeah, yeah honestly agreed okay maybe that's not the appropriate term but she's selfish I'll she's, say that. She's, she's selfish. Single-minded, for sure. Single-minded. Selfish, yeah. You're yeah. right, selfish. Yeah. And then if she actually hit someone and killed them while she was drinking a drive, she'd be like, you can't, are you kidding she's me? She's like, how dare you make me feel bad Every about time. them being in my way? <laughs> Every like, time. they didn't have to be there. They're in my way. <laughs> I come down this block every night and no one's ever here. And now you're here. This is like bogus. Oh my God. It was a revenge hit. Bogus. I don't need to deal with this right now. Get fucking away from me. She has a camera. People get away from me. No, it's the cops. She's like, I can't. I can't even. It can't. Even the cops are like, well, she can't even. We're fine. We got to leave her alone. you loosen these cops? I can't. Yeah. They're like, yeah, she's fine. Let her go. She's got fake tits. She's good to go. She good to go, son. My God. Yeah. My God. What so, a wild ride, huh? What a wild ride. This is a longer episode than I thought it was going to be. How long? I don't know where we're at because we had to cut it away. I think it was an hour and a half. That's one of our longer whoopsie. episodes. Yeah, whoopsie daisies. I think it was my stubbornness up front not to start the show right away. I know. I think but you uh, wanted to show them what's what. Yeah. Or also, like, you know, got to be honest with you, like, you know, not a lot happened, but man, we had a lot to talk about. Yeah. Like, when before we started the podcast, I said to you how I felt as if... I guess you're like as if I, I said, yeah, I mean, it's fantasy speaks a lot should have happened, but yeah. I just didn't feel as if much happened or but, I wasn't surprised or by, or by anything. Yeah. Really. But so. It was definitely a lot of talking points. I mean, that's the thing. I think this thing, the hometowns is like definitely a lot of talking points that happen. Yeah. And then a lot has to do with Victoria. It's just like, it's just kind of crazy. At this point, it's the Victoria show until the end. And then when we figure out what happens with Madison, it's really just those two yeah. things. Um, I think it's going to be, you might know more than I do because uh, because of your research that you do. But yeah. to, to me, I think it's going to be Madison and Victoria as a final two. You think? I do. I've heard it's Madison and Hannah. Really? We'll I wish see. it would be like that. But I feel like he's going to make the bad move. Oh, I hope if he doesn't get rid of Victoria next, that's going to be that's going to be really difficult for me to respect him at all. I just feel like we always make the mailbag. We always see the mailbashes just make dumb moves. Yeah. I mean. Because they just well, see like. They see physical attractiveness over like what makes more sense emotionally. You know, I will say, I think in general Colton got shit on a lot, and I think we shit on him a lot because he was boring and whatever. But looking back, he really just pretty much wanted Cassie the entire time, yeah, and never lost sight of that, and was very convicted in his decisions. He knew what he wanted. He never really wavered on that, no. and I think he knew pretty much. I think at first, first he, you know, kind of wanted Hannah G and then it very quickly became, oh, Cassie. Yeah. Cassie's the one I want to be. I don't think Peter is very convicted in his feelings or emotions or no. what he's doing. No. So it's, it, 
I will say I think Colton was a good bachelor in that sense where he wasn't leading anybody on. Right. Peter's kind of leading everybody on at this point because he wants to be loved. And that's kind of annoying to me. So annoying. Yeah. Um, so what do you think? What's your predictions? Oh, you already told me your predictions. Hannah, Hannah Ann and, uh, Hannah Ann and Maddie. And I think he, I think Peter's royally going to fuck up by having sex with one or two of the other girls. And, uh, and Madison's not going to have any of it. Yeah. Which (laughs) I think, I think this goes back to, you know what? I think this goes back to the mom being like, you don't let her go. That's the one for you. Like, right. Yeah. I think that's about Maddie. Yeah. I agree. It's about Maddie. Because he fucks up. He makes a mistake because if that was your front runner, what do you think you're doing? That's my thing is like, obviously if you want to have sex before marriage or you don't, that's your choice. But if you know who your front runner is, then go after them. Why does it? See, because like Colton didn't do that. You right. know, Colton didn't have sex with other girls in fantasy because he knew he wanted Cassie. Right. So it's fucked up if that's how it goes down to me that Peter would just have sex with the other girls, but then be like, but I'm going to propose yeah. to Maddie. He has like one night of ecstasy worth uh, a life of loneliness. Yeah. Do you really want to fuck Victoria F that badly that you're willing to compromise a good relationship She's with? She's got fake tits, bro. <laughs> No, I. Oh, yeah. I hope Peter's watching this and thinking he's an idiot. But let's be honest, like Madison is very attractive. She's so beautiful, and, and she's I mean, like fun, and she's like easygoing. So easy, but again, her dad's Pe- a little hard. It's not what Peter wants, though. He wants he wants crazy. Yeah. Very annoying. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'm interested to see what happens. I truly don't know, yeah. but I think that's pretty close to what's gonna happen. Where he basically fucks up and just has sex with other girls, yeah. and then is like, oh, but no, I love you, Maddie. Yeah, so yeah. He's like a tw- he's like a 22 year old man. Yeah, does he think he can just fuck other girls in the fantasy suite, fantasy suites and then like unload his load and just be <laughs> fine and not fuck yeah. for another year? That's yeah. not. I don't know what he thinks is gonna happen. I don't know. But lizard brain takes over. Um, so that's it. So I think overall we kind of give this episode a thumbs down. <laughs> Sorry. Why? Are you mad? Oh, I no, I agree. No, no, he, not our episode. No, no, I no. no, no. You meant the podcast. <laughs> no, I meant the epi- the bachelor. Ep- I'd never give our episode a thumbs down. <laughs> I almost died. I was like, what did I do? I, you know what? The way you just did that, we're gonna get another review that goes, "Hey, stop trying to gasp for breath into the microphone." <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think that's the uh, the hometowns. We get the hometowns. A uh, uh, pretty boring. A funny jerk. Thumbs down. It was just, I'm excited for next week. I am too. Yeah. Hopefully it's drama. better. Yeah. I thought this was going to be a lot more drama filled than it was and it wasn't. Yeah. So we'll see. Well, Fenchek, so you um, you just had a great show. Uh, we were recording this a uh, week after, uh, a couple days after Valentine's Day. You had an incredible show that you, ha- you had at Laugh Factory for a while, but you moved to a new venue and that show is called what? Afterthoughts. Afterthoughts, which is a great uh, roast show where, where comedians roast comedians literally on stage while it happened, while on they perform. On the spot, while we're making it up yeah. all off the top of our heads. It's very fun. And this is a new show that's at the Cards Against Humanity Theater. Yeah. Are you doing the second 
Friday of every month or do you have a new date yet? We we don't have a new date yet. It's kind of like, uh, so they do a lot of events there. So it's kind of one of those things where you yeah. tell us, hey, you can do the show here, but it'll just sort of be a sporadic thing. Yeah. So we'll see. But yeah, we'll be doing another show again eventually, I hope. But It's an incredible show. If you guys know about Cards Against Humanity, Humanity, Humanity it's a, a, a really very fun show and the people uh, created this out of Chicago and they are very supportive of local uh, uh, comedy and their theater's great. So check out that theater, but more importantly, uh, look for uh, Afterthoughts. Afterthoughts, which is a great show. Thank you. You're welcome. That's it so is nice. a really good show. Yeah. You're so nice. Yeah. And if you're still in the Chicago area, uh, there's always the Blackout Diaries, which is every Saturday, which is a show that I run at the Newport Theater, which is an incredible theater that is now almost all burlesque, except for our show, <laughs> uh, which is like, in a good way, like the good burlesque. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is uh, a drinking storytelling show. Podcast is being produced in, in, in the works. And then we also have a pilot uh, that we are hopefully trying to sell the network, but if not, it'll be released on YouTube. Uh, and then also uh, we uh, have a great stand-up show, uh, which Kristen's been a part of many times, uh, called Community Should Know every single Wednesday at Timothy O'Toole's in Chicago. We also have shows in New York and L.A., so check those shows out. And that's our plugs, which we haven't done in four weeks. Yeah. <laughs> but that's our plugs. Um, where can people uh, follow you? Ben Cheeks. Ben Cheeks? Mm-hmm. Yeah. On Instagram? Uh, Twitter and YouTube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm not on anything, so you're not. No, you can just you can like you can ask. You can just follow. Ask me, my life. friend on uh, on Facebook, Jonah Jerkins, and yeah. I'll accept it. And then become friends in real life because that's really what you want. That's all I really want. You just want real life friends. Yeah, but that was our show. It was a little longer than normal. Um, Sorry, we took a couple of breaks. It's okay. It's a late show. Uh, we had a good time. Did you have a good time? Yeah, I got a little drunk. Sorry. I don't think so. Nobody could tell. You just threw up in your mouth. Yeah, I did. Nobody um, could tell. <laughs> no. Um, but that's it, guys. And I guess we're going to see you next week. And until then, mm-hmm. we matching. Bye. I love her too. We are together all the time. And everything is so good damn fine. Is that